Hey, 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 this is your host, Jasmine Haley, and I am very thrilled to have Jillian Smith Austin on today's episode. Now, let me tell you a little bit about our guest. Jillian Smith Austin is the owner and creative director behind the award-winning event planning company, One Touch Events. For every project from conferences to weddings, her approach comes from a strategic perspective with a panache of intentional design concepts, and most importantly, an insatiable desire to exceed expectations. And let me tell you, y'all, I also personally working with her right now and her team has exceeded all of my expectations. And I knew I needed to have her on this podcast so we can talk about (laughs) why you need to hire an event planner and stop playing games. Welcome to the show. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you, Jasmine, for that introduction. I was like... Did I write that bio? I don't even remember, but it sounds good. Thank you. It is. It sounds amazing. It sounds amazing. Now, I I had to I had to have you on here because mm-hmm. for years, I'm talking many, many years, I mm-hmm. I worked specifically in education, was planning their events. I then went into a nonprofit association, was a part of the event planning committee was a part Mm -hmm. of choosing the speakers. So I knew and had to learn everything that goes into planning event. So when I started doing my own, I did it myself. And then I would hire someone contractually to help with some little items here and there, but it was most of it on my shoulder. So when I decided to get to the place of leveling up in my own event experiences, your name came up many times. So I, I, before we get into why it's necessary, I would love to know what led Jillian into this incredible work that you're doing right now with your team. Sure. So, um, well, just to start off, I did not go into creating an event planning business from the jump. You know, I have a IT business background. So how does that, you know, come into play with being an event planner? Um, What really catapulted me into the event, the special event industry was uh, twofold, uh, starting my own business, but also bringing in what, what, what was my passion. My passion was event planning, not knowing that it was a career or, you know, I just did it as a hobby. uh, But when I first started thinking that this could actually be a business um, was when I came to that port, that part of my career where I was just like, what's next? Do I see myself, you know, churning and burning to go up this particular corporate ladder? Uh, at that point, I was in consulting. I was burnt out. <laughs> I was a road warrior, but I, I also got so much Um, of my business acumen from working with Fortune 500 companies. So it Mm -hmm. equipped me to start a business with that level of uh, not only project management, but organization and the forward thinking of how can this become a thriving business that's outside of what most people traditionally know as event planning Mm -hmm. is. Oh, it's a hobby. You know, Mm -hmm. like it's cute, it's pretty and all of that. And I Mm -hmm. really wanted to set the standard that when you work with one such event, it's beyond the pretty. It's all about understanding the goals of your event, whether it is a yes. goal of your wedding or your corporate, uh, your conference that um, I wanted all of our clients to know that we were fully invested in the success of their event and not just, you know, bringing out the pretty details. Oh, 
and they really do live it and breathe it. Um, because one of the things that I have found just from, from the work that you do, it's not just putting the pretty things there. It's really some strategy behind it. Mm -hmm. And, and, and it almost reminded me, I don't know why it's reminding me of this right now, but when I gave birth to my second daughter, I hired a doula. Mm. And the doula was there as a support for me to make sure that all of the things that I wanted to happen in this birth, where I wasn't fully mm. supported the first time I had my first child, mm. was honored. And I feel like the level of support that y'all provide is beyond just the event management. But now how do we make sure and uphold and be a support for the vision that you want to create? but also give you some, some, some things that you may not even consider mm -hmm. that have occurred. And I think that's the beautiful thing about the work that y'all do. Yeah, no, I love that. Um, I haven't heard that analogy or, you know, like that uh, correlation, but I mean, I, I'm, I'm down with it, but because essentially what we are there for is to support you. So it's never a taking over of your event. It's not a got it's guidance. Um, it's education. I'm, I'm, I'm not an educator, but I feel like I could have in another life because I like for our clients to understand the why behind what, you know, like our project plan, why we have deadlines. And to from uh, what you mentioned in terms of the strategy, we want to understand the why of this, this overall event. And oftentimes we have worked with some clients that I don't know why I'm hosting this event. I just thought it would be cool, you know, like, <laughs> uh, and then it turns mm -hmm. into a, well, let's really think about like, where are you putting your dollars and your, um, those that you're going to have in the room, you know, your attendees in the room, what do you want them to experience? What do you want them to take away from it? How do you want to help them realize their investment in your program? So it's, it, it goes into like that support. So you could have done it all on your own, um, but having someone that, challenges you to think outside of the box or if you've done done it on your own get outside of your own way so that then you can also fully focus on the content you can fully focus on the delivery and then you can rest in the success of you know a, a successful program yeah absolutely and you know as you were talking I, I thought about even my own journey like when i first started out i was like okay well i've been doing it for you know these entities and, and I'll be okay. But what most of us don't consider is there is something very powerful about creating your own seat at the table. But when you're mm -hmm. using your own skin of the game, you have to be even more strategic. Yeah. I have made so many expensive mistakes along the way, trying to figure out like I remember my first, no, my second event, we ran out of food. Oh, no. That's like the biggest no, no, we cannot run out of food. <laughs> we ran out of food. I was like, okay, this is not cute at all. And then I got to go on stage. <laughs> so like, those are the things that could have been avoided had I had the help, had I, had I gotten mm -hmm. the support. So I would love to know, like for you, because you, what's interesting about the work that you've done as an event planner, you've worked with weddings, you've done conferences, you've worked with business owners, You've done specialty like enrollment events. You do mastermind retreats. I mean, you name it. And mm -hmm. I would love to know, like for you, when do you really recommend for business owners to really think about going the step of 
hiring an event planner. We know that at some point in time, when you're scaling to your first 100K, we're doing a lot of DIY, you know, we're kind of piecing, mm-hmm. piece things together as we're moving along. But I would love to know, like, from your experience and what where you've worked, when that becomes a, a really great fit for a business owner. Yeah. So, um, and I'm glad that you said when, uh, because there's the notion of um, faking it till you make it. And there, there is a, um, there is a notion of you hire your event planner too soon because you don't even know what the goals are in your own business. And oftentimes it's a, let me look to my event planner to make this a success. And you haven't given us any guidance or at least, you know, like any of the uh, the lay of the land of your own business. So where I found the very the best sweet spot to your point, Jasmine, is, is when you are ready to scale, <laughs> when you are moving in, into another level of your business uh, development, uh, production, uh, rollout. Uh, that's when, you know, even on the operation size of your business, knowing when to hire, you know, a your first assistant, uh, your first operations manager, because there's only so much time in a day, so many days in a week that, um, and then it's only so many hats that you can balance on your own head before you need to bring in a professional to take that portion off of your plate, off of your team's plate, because oftentimes there is a team member that ends up wearing all the hats that you took off and they're not appropriately skilled at wearing that particular hat. So when you're ready to and are, you know, and you're committed to moving forward in your business, that's the very first, um, that's the first opportunity to have that first, that conversation with um, a professional, but definitely your event planner when you are, you know, you've already started laying the land of this is how I want to scale my business with events. Yes, yes, absolutely. So what would you say, like, For me, I have been able to, I've heard your name several times. I've seen Mm -hmm. your work done for for several other business owners. I've Mm -hmm. seen, and what really caught my eye was when you did it, did um, provide services for a friend. And I was like, I need to get on her books. (laughs) (laughs) But I would love to know, like from you, how, how would you advise someone who's looking to hire the right event planner? Because I think it's important to note that every, just like with any sort of service provider, everyone is not one size fit all. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and a wedding is completely different from a retreat. A wedding is different from a um, an enrollment event. And, and I've mm-hmm. noticed a difference from the people that I've hired. So I would love mm-hmm. to know for those who are, who have businesses, who are looking to host events, to scale their businesses, what are some things that they can look for when they're trying to hire the right event planner for their goals? Right. right. So um, it's a couple of uh, a, a couple of points that I want to make there. So one, uh, as you mentioned, there's no one size fits all, um, and there are people of different skill sets and abilities to produce uh, the the style or the scale of your event. And, you know, there are, you know, someone had to give me a, a opportunity at one point uh, mm-hmm. 
because I didn't have, you know, maybe I didn't have the portfolio that showed all of the corporate events or the conference events. But part of it was understanding, and this is, you know, that emotional IQ that most of us business owners have, is to, you know, you started with the conversation, uh, especially if it comes, uh, if that particular uh, planner or that company comes highly referred, you want to have a conversation with them so that they understand what your goals are, but you also want to see what their goals are as an event planning company. What are some of their key performance indicators? What do they look for in their clients? How? What are their operations? So um, I had a conversation earlier today. We live, um, I'm headquartered in Atlanta, Georgia. And we, in the metro, at, in metro, it's over 7 million people. A million of them are event planners. Let's just say that. <laughs> but not all of them are made equal, right? So um, having that conversation to understand what they can offer. Uh, I welcome the conversation to talk about how we structure our business, how we work with our clients, how we pull information, because every not all of our clients are as forthcoming with, you know, their ideas. They may not even have the ideas. Um, some are very structured and others are the big picture thinkers and you have to pull some structure around them. So understanding how you operate will better help you to identify the planner that's going to fit for you. Oh, that's so good. Oh, that's so good. So we go into the EQ and self-awareness, y'all. Like as a business owner, let's be real. You don't yes. like writing SOPs. <laughs> <laughs> you don't, you're not structured, right? The last time you looked at ClickUp, Exana, whatever project manager tool was a couple of months ago, you know that you need an event planner that's going to provide you some structure. Because the last thing you want is to be in a situation where you are being uh, reactive and putting out a bunch of fires, which ultimately mm -hmm. can impact the transformation that you provide for your audience or your community at your event. And we already know that we're here to transform lives and to scale mm -hmm. our legacy. And one of the ways in which that can be done effectively is with structure and foundation. So I love that you shared that. Um, and that it almost, it's, you got to look in the mirror. <laughs> you have to look in the mirror and really look at <laughs> Like what, what are the missing pieces that you have? Right. And that, and just to even cement that we've, um, you know, have worked with uh, business owners that have multiple, you know, they may have been in business multiple years, but they're still trying to get their engines going and still don't have like to your point that level of awareness or uh, understanding where they actually want to take their program and host events prematurely um, because you know when it comes to from an enrollment event perspective for example you didn't even know your offer until like the week before the event, you know, and it's, it's, <laughs> and with us being fully vested, we're asking those questions very early on uh, because that also helps us to craft a, a, a experience. So we're not just checking boxes off. Do we, did we hire a photographer? Did we get the audio visual team intact? No, we want to understand what the what the sales goals are and how can we best uh, create an experience around that in the room. Um, so if you don't already have that listed out, then you know it's it's time to take a step back. Am I ready to scale to the point of you know hosting you know live events? Mm. So good, which is a great segue into budget. I want to tap into that mm -hmm. real quick. Because yeah. I, I've seen, you know, I'm very heart centered and a lot of the, our community members are the same. 
And I've had to have like some really come to Jesus moments about budgeting. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and sometimes what I desire to have, my budget ain't reflecting it. So mm -hmm. I would love to know like some key pointers that we can have, especially, I mean, I feel like bottom line is even if you had a limited budget, you can still create an amazing experience. True. But there are some things that an event planner can do for you when it comes to the, the budget piece of keeping you on task so that you're not in a place of stress because having live events, you must have capital ready. Mm -hmm. You have to. Yeah. And I'm a queen bootstrap, but it's also very stressful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I would love to know, like, as far as an event planner, goes how can that help with someone who wants to to get into a place of providing a better experience but also looking at the budget piece of it is it feasible right so um i one of i have isms right so the, one of the jillian isms is that you know budget and expense everything is relative you know is relative to what you um, want to invest in or what you deem as important so there's target and there's walmart same type of products but it's a different experience so the same goes for your event uh especially when you're first starting out and you know there are but and budgets are relative so there are the you know the five figure budgets and there are the six figure and the seven figure budgets but they're still a budget they're still line items and part uh, and one way that we work with our clients that um, I, I never call anyone's budget low I but mm. there's also some level of feasibility like literally where you're not hosting an event on this shoestring budget let's go ahead and y'all just do a zoom call like there's no way that we can produce an event like so but understanding like to your point there's capital uh there's startup funds that are required to secure secure your event planning team secure your venue and all of the service providers that are required so where we come in um it's understanding again designing with the end in mind what is the goal of this event at the end and then we back into what are the the tier one service providers right that are necessary so your must-haves your nice-to-haves and if we have if we have some funds let's you know let's do this so we help you to identify what are your must-haves and then wherever we can let's say some of those nice-to-haves how can we focus that in in terms of like content, for instance, where do we focus our design dollars? Maybe we don't have a huge design budget, but where is the bulk of the activity happening on stage? So that's where we're going to yeah. focus. No, you know, with your photographer or your videographer team, you know, as long as they have like those focal moments and then also knowing that this event is catapulting or, um, or providing the content for your future sales, um, your email newsletters, your social media. Those are, um, and this is just my big shout out to photo and video teams. You want to have the right people in place there because they're going to provide you with the content that continues to grow outside of this event. Um, yeah. You mentioned about food. You know, food is a big cost. Uh, and how important is it in the crux of the actual event? 
there are minimums that need to um, that need to be identified and you know planned out as well. So all of those do, all of those conversations happen early on. So we, what we have found across the board is that you know clients will um, I call it get venue poor. They may book their venue before they book their uh, event planner, and you got into a contract that this did not make sense for your event. And now we have such a large you know, a uh, requirement from a financial standpoint that now we're going to have to cut a whole lot of your nice to have and a couple of your must haves and, you know, maybe that MC that you really wanted. Okay. Well, you know, it's going to be the AV team introducing you up to the stage and now you're holding the energy for three days. So those are reasons why having a professional come in early on to help you identify what that, you know, what that plan is. And then, bringing you different service providers that can fall within certain budget line items is key because there are minimums, but there are also different investment levels, just like with programs. You have programs that are for those that are ready to invest at a higher level and those that may come in at a, um, you're going to get all of these recordings on teachable level. So there's levels to everything and we help to bring our clients to understand what their level needs to be for their event. Oh, I absolutely, I love that. I love that so much that you share that because you know, when I first started hosting events, I remember hearing of other speakers and trainers who had locked into contracts and when the rooms weren't filled and when they didn't have enough people, they still had to pay as if those people were there. And I'm talking Absolutely. thousands of dollars, thousands mm -hmm. of dollars. So the average person, unless you're listening to this amazing podcast, are not going to have conversations with people like that so that you know to look for that in, in a contract. But what I will tell you is that I have seen people who didn't plan, who unfortunately, mm -hmm. what do people do when, you, when you're given a contract? A lot of times a contract is to benefit the person who is sending it to the recipient. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. not to benefit you. <laughs> it's to benefit yeah. them because at the end of the day, they're a business. And what I love about the work that you do in, in One Touch and what I've experienced is not only did I had a thought partner right? Mm -hmm. You're not here to replace me. You're here to make sure my vision's in place and, and support it. And that I'm staying within the guidelines or the budgetary guidelines that I set forth. Right. right. And I think, I think coming to that place and getting that off of my shoulders, but having that thought partnership um, was really, really important for me. And it will save many of y'all thousands of dollars. If you choose the right fit person, um, because the last thing you want is to have the weight of a bill that could have been completely avoidable had you really sought the counsel of someone that was an expert. Legal, right? Because <laughs> right. Jillian, Jillian's team and event planners are not replacing your legal advice, but they're here to help support <laughs> you <laughs> mm -hmm. towards the goals and budget that you have. So I love that, that you shared that piece. Yeah, absolutely. And then just a, um, you know, one other thought there is that to your point, we're not replacing, we're here to enhance, we're here to guide, uh, we're here to support. Um, our, our, your budget is our budget, but we're also here, and this is in your interviewing for those that are listening, uh, in your interview, you want to make sure that you're, you're working with someone that's not a yes person. You want someone that's going to tell you like, this is not, this is not feasible. You want to spend $2,000 on AV? 
But 300 people, baby, it's not going to happen. And I'm going to tell you why it's not going to happen. Exactly. <laughs> it's just not feasible. Somebody told you this is how much I spent. I get that so many times. Oh, well, my mm. friend or my colleague, they said they only, only spent this. I said, did you see the receipt? Did you get the contract? I would love to see this because I just don't see it. And it's because we have that we have that level of visibility to know at least the baseline investment. So, yeah, I could talk about that all day. Budgets. Oh, listen, listen. <laughs> and and even the vendors, even the vendors, because like one of the things that I like is that when you hire when you hire someone to finally support you, I'm telling you, y'all, every time I get off the call, I am like so fangirling. OK, um, because the even the vendors that are coming in. If when you when you choose the right event planner, if they're serving a level of excellence, whoever they work with are doing the same. And they already have a rapport with one another to make sure that they help you achieve your goals. So again, I am a huge, huge advocate to creating your own table and hosting your own events. Sometimes it's you shouldn't have to wait for someone to give you the opportunity to speak. You can share your expertise from the stage. But one of the game changers for me um, as I am progressing in my own business is hiring the right event planner. So I, I have one final question for you, Jillian. I would love sure. to know what was the best business advice you've ever been given as a business as a whole or just mm -hmm. for event planning in general? The best advice mm -hmm. has been to never stop learning. And I have seen that it seems so simple, but now that we are going into our 12th year in business where many event planning companies fail and close up within three to five years, it's because you stop learning or you, you hit this level of, I know it sounds, you know, kind of cliche, but you, you hit this level of stardom or celebrity status and you feel like I've just made it. And then the pandemic happens, you know, mm. or and now it's time to learn a different skill or, you know, not staying relevant to the changes that are not only in your own industry, but in the world around us. Like, for instance, sustainability. We have more clients that are looking to us to help them create sustainable events. Uh, what does that look like in terms of our design, who we're actually bringing in as um, as recommendations for vendors that have that same level of um, that same level of thought uh, leadership in the sustainability or clients now that um, we have percentages that we are really going to hit in terms of um, having their diversity, equity and inclusion. And it did not end, you know, at the end of 2020. Uh, and they're very mm -hmm. thoughtful in that. And we can bring that to them, um, but never stop learning. It's it seems like it's so simple. But what we, we do find is that folks get, you know, get so comfortable in where they are that they don't hire coaches. Uh, they don't look into other programs. They're not open to feedback. Um, so I am a student of my craft, but in business as well as in the special event industry and never want to feel complacent. And I challenge other business owners to not get complacent because, you know, numbers and followers mean nothing if that doesn't mean there's money hitting that bank account. Yes, absolutely. That's so good. Please, please, please <laughs> tell the listeners where they can find you. 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. So we are found online, OneTouchEventsLLC.com. So the one is spelled out, O-N-E, uh, Touch Events LLC on Instagram, Facebook, as well as on LinkedIn. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate everything that you do um, and for coming on the show today. Thank you so much for having me. And I, I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Well, y'all listen, that was such a great conversation. I, I'll tell you this. One of the things that I have learned along the way, as I've grown and scaled my business from reaching my first six figures to getting to multi six figures is that with each new level, I needed support. I needed help. And for many of us who are ambitious, who are doing this heart-driven, purpose-driven work, we often forget that to reach the masses, to reach more hearts, to reach the communities that we want to serve, we have to be supported along the way. And when we're by ourselves, that's where mistakes happen. That's when we become burnt out. And we know that you can't continue your amazing work without that support. So I'm going to highly recommend that you check out One Touch Events and consider now that if you know that you're ready to get to this next level in your business, you hit the six-figure mark, you know that you are at a place where you're ready to invest to someone to help you up-level all of your events, One Touch is a great resource. And follow the tips that we've shared along this, this particular episode because I know for sure what a game changer it was to my own business and what it's going to mean for the community that I am serving. Until next time, if you know that you need support with your speaking and training, reach, us, reach out to us at jasminehaley.com and I'll see you in our next episode.